I'm a little bit of Southern, and I'm a little bit of West Coast, and together we're the Nashville Darlings. Welcome back to the Nashville Darlings. This is episode 10. 10. We made it. Um, but it's, I think in just like true authentic fashion, I think we need to share that we didn't <laughs> quite make it to 10 on an easy road. No, it's been a tough road. Um, in fact, we tried to record this a couple days ago. <laughs> and completely failed. We lost all audio. Yeah. For the entire thing. So here we are mm-hmm. going at it again. Mm-hmm. It'll still be great. I know. It was It was also weird. It was weird, though, at the same time because both microphones. It wasn't just both microphones. We have four microphones set up in this room. Mm-hmm. And not. And out of four, one worked. And so it was Leslie's, as yeah. it always is. <laughs> We couldn't even use, like, our backup audio. No. Right? Uh-uh. So. There was no saving grace with that one. It just wasn't meant to be. But we were on a roll, and I think Leslie and I both suffered greatly that day. We felt the first, oh. like, real loss that people feel in podcasts. And I know that it. we were talking about how it's not going to be the last time that it happens, but we are going to try our darndest <laughs> to prevent it. And we did about three tests today before we started recording. So hopefully this is recording right now. <laughs> hopefully my hopefully microphone is working. Over. Yeah. Yeah. It's been an adventure. Mm-hmm. It's been a lot of learning. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun mm-hmm. with a sprinkle of frustration. With a- <laughs> <laughs> but we came in today. We have all our cords. Yeah. All of our components. Connectors. Connectors. Mm-hmm. So I, we're off to a good start. We anyways. are off to a good start. And this, epi- this episode is very special to us because when we started this, it was Leslie's idea. She just came to me one day and was like, hey, do you want to do a podcast? <laughs> and we were in the middle of moving offices. Mm-hmm. Well, I should say Leslie was in the middle of moving offices <laughs> because you really did everything. Yeah. Like... That's it okay. was a very crazy time. It was bizarre. But in true Leslie fashion, she wanted to add something else to her plate. And we decided to start this podcast. And it has been so much fun. It's been quite a learning curve. But we are so proud of ourselves that we got to 10. So today is a really good day. Yeah, I mean, 12 weeks. Like mm-hmm. We've been at this for like 12 weeks. Yeah. If not a little bit longer. We stayed so. committed. And it's gotten... I think now that we're here and we have this fancy studio, it's like it's gotten even more fun now that we mm-hmm. have all the stuff in place. And yeah, we're still working out kinks and more stuff is probably going to arise and kick us in the butt, but it's okay. And we're going to buy more stuff. We're going <laughs> to. I feel like we have spent so much money. Um, it's a write off. It's- no. <laughs> Do you even know what a write off is? No. Yeah, it's where you uh, just write things off and the government pays for it. Is that what Who we pays said? for it? <laughs> the writing off people. Yes. <laughs> uh, that might be my favorite thing that you've I ever know. done today. <laughs> and the fact that we both just knew that quote. That was I good. am obsessed with Shit's Creek, so. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, yeah. So anyways, we really appreciate everyone who has been, you know, following our journey. We have some, I think we have a little posse of people who are supporting us in this yes. podcast and we already have five star ratings. We already have a couple reviews on Apple. And so if you are a listener and you enjoy what you're hearing, we would so appreciate a five star uh, rating and review because we really do love hearing all of the feedback and um i've even gotten some and i know you have too leslie you've gotten some really sweet dms from people mm-hmm. who are just nothing but encouraging so well, oh. last week i got a did you get a DM. hater i didn't get a hater um and i'll say hey tiffany because she does listen to us yes every week um but she had to laugh because we mentioned fupas yes <laughs> Yes. She was like, Poopas, I can't believe you put that on there. (laughs) (laughs) But that's like the universal term, right? Yeah. For that area of the the, body. Yeah. So anyways, it was was relatable. It was very cute. I know she messaged me too. And I was like, you are just the sweetest thing on the planet. She's super supportive and kind. So that was nice. Yeah. 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 Well, um, let's roll right into kind of what's been going on lately. Um... We have two big things. Um, I don't know which one you want to talk about first, but we did the Southern Living Home Tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? A couple of weeks ago now. And it was also well, your last birthday. Week, last week. It was only a week ago. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we, did, we did the Southern Living Home Tour. It was nice. Mm-hmm. There were some nice features throughout the home. Um, yeah. I really loved the the party shack in the backyard. The party barn, I guess they called it. Yeah. That was my favorite out of the entire home. Mm-hmm. I it was a beautiful home. But. Yeah. And for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, so Southern Living, I don't know if they do this every year or every few years, but they will designate a new Southern Living designed home in a different mm-hmm. city. And I off the top of my head don't remember where else they've done it, but Nashville was what they were doing this year and um we were all excited when we saw it because you know people were starting to post about it and it looked like a gorgeous house and it is a gorgeous house um but we actually realized you were able to go get tickets and I think you can get tickets through December through December yeah so the home is already sold the home is already sold so sorry anyone who wants to go <laughs> it buy was- it like what do they say? Like six point three million dollars, something like that. It yeah. was some. I think it sits on like twenty two acres or something crazy. Yeah. Um, if they said that the second people, the second, the second family. group, the second mm-hmm. family to ever tour the home are the ones that, that are it. buying it. Yeah, or bought it. Yeah. Um. So the home to me had a very nice layout. Um, You can tell it's quality materials. The builder was Hatcliffe Construction, who I think has won a couple awards. Obviously, they're a great builder. Um, Has a beautiful pool in the backyard and like a garden shed and all this stuff. And the thing about the home is that a lot of the materials came from, or not necessarily all the materials, but the vendors were like the sponsors local or pretty local. And um, that was cool to see. Um, I immediately went home and told my husband, we need new tracks decking. The decking. So we had just put in like our new front porch, I don't know, two months ago. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really have like a pick 
we used existing material that we had used, my husband had used on a job for another deck, and mm-hmm. but it just matched our home. Yeah. And but you I can't get over one. it. I saw this one and I thought this would have been perfect. It was this light brown and it's so pretty mm-hmm. and I'm just very jealous. It was a color I hadn't seen before. Mm-mm. There's and usually I, like darker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was the same material, obviously a premium vendor. Yeah. I'm sure it was more costly than your average. Yeah. Yeah. But in every room, you know, it listed out who who did what in that room, mm-hmm. who provided what. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty cool. I think overall it was it was a beautiful home to go tour. It was a fun thing to go do. Um, I, you know, personally, just my personal opinion, I don't feel like there was a lot that I saw that was like really new or crazy inventive. Um, it's just, it was beautiful, but it wasn't, um, it's not like if you're going to look and see like a concept house or something like that, like a new kind of a design or, or things we've never seen before. It wasn't that kind of an experience. This was just beautiful products all put together. I just don't know where the $6.3 million came in at. The location. Well, but even the location was, you know, they kept saying Franklin and Franklin and Franklin and it's in Franklin. And yeah, this was right outside of Franklin and Thompson Station, which is not, it's not Franklin. No, it's not. So I, I don't know, but I mean, the property was beautiful. It was beautiful. You're getting land and in Tennessee land is gold. So, and you get that many acres. I mean, it was beautiful, like, rolling landscape. Mm -hmm. Um, And the size of the home, what was it, like, 6,000 square feet? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's three levels. There's an elevator. mm -hmm. I loved, I do love how the the basement, I guess, like, what we would normally call a basement, but it's not a basement. The downstairs, the very bottom level, was this entertaining space. So, they had, like... A bar and a pool table and couches and TVs, but then those doors completely opened up like pocket doors yeah. to the pool mm-hmm. area. So your guests could just go. The in focal that. point of that house is very much the pool. Oh, on the for outside. Sure. The because you can the, see the it from every level. And the party barn, I love when they do the glass roll up doors. I just think that's mm-hmm. such a cool look. And they had, like, a pizza oven built in. Yeah. That was cool. I mean, it's definitely the ultimate entertaining house. Yeah. If you think about it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, if you're interested in going to see it, you can go on Southern Living's website, and I think you can find a link there to tickets. Um, I think we paid, like, $25 for $25, tickets. Yeah, yeah, not bad. And I, I would say it was worth it. It was cool to see. Yeah. It yeah. was nice. Mm-hmm. It was definitely nice to see. Yeah. It got very busy. Yeah. But... And we went on, like, a Thursday. In the morning. In the first morning. thing in the morning. Yeah. yeah. So just be prepared. It does get pretty busy. Um, so then moving on from that, you celebrated your birthday recently. I did. I did. <laughs> we did not go to the Highland Rim, Highland, Highland, what it was called? Scottish Fair. No, we didn't do that. <laughs> we didn't go to the home show. The Nashville home show. Mm-hmm. We napped. Nice. We ate. Mm-hmm. We drank a little bit because I'm old. And we had a spa day. So it was wonderful. And you went out in Nashville. Yes. Normally we head out of town for the weekend, but kids, games, parenting. So we stayed home. 
But we stayed at the Four Seasons in Nashville, so it was really nice. The Four Seasons. I have not stayed there yet. Oh, I'll absolutely stay there again. Yeah. That was your first time there? Mm -hmm. Ooh. It was very nice. I bet. I know. I need a good weekend out in Nashville. I'm, like, craving one right now. I'm almost thinking that I I want that to be, like, my little baby moon. (laughs) Baby moon, yeah. Yeah, and do it, like, before you're too pregnant. Yeah, where I'm uncomfortable and I can't get through the doorway. Yeah, well... (laughs) kidding <laughs> um but you should go do like a maternity massage and yeah all the things yeah yeah I'm definitely ready for that so um well it sounds like you had a nice birthday it was, it was yeah very nice. good yeah. good well and speaking of things going on in Nashville um actually now since we are re-recording this I think this stuff has already passed there was going to be the Nashville Food Fair. Yeah, that already happened this that past weekend. Happened. So we are... Comp- <laughs> These notes are old. Okay, so <laughs> so coming up, though, is the Mac and Cheese, Nashville okay. Mac and Cheese Festival. Okay. I believe that falls during our fall break, which is at the start of October. And I'm very excited about this. I mentioned it the last time we attempted to record this. <laughs> and I'm mentioning it now because I'm just so excited. And if you had to pick one place in Nashville that is your favorite mac and cheese, who are you picking? Me? You're asking yes, me? I'm asking you. Undecided because I haven't tried enough <gasps> yet. Okay, so my favorite is Bourbon Steaks Mac and Cheese. They have a good one? Yes. I still haven't even been there. I know. I'm going to take you there. Just I for am so far behind. Baby moon. <laughs> um, well, okay, so Bourbon Steak, like... They opened up um, after right after COVID hit, maybe? No. Maybe? Maybe in 2020? I can't quite remember. And it wasn't, like, very popular. Like, it hadn't, like, hit yet. Um, but now you – and we had, like, running reservations for, like, every Saturday. And we would just go, like, twice a month. But yeah. it's at the top of the JW Marriott. Mm-hmm. And you walk out on this balcony where you can eat um, – on the balcony, like, bar. It's weird. It's a weird setup. And, but you can see, like, all of Nashville from the top. And it's absolutely beautiful. The food is amazing. And the mac and cheese is perfect. To die for. I, like, dream about it. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so this restaurant, though, are they also known for their bourbon? Mm-mm. No. I am going to put this out there. They had a rebellious Mexican firing squad drink, and they took this away about a year ago. That is quite the name. I know. But they had, like, the Mexican firing squad and then the rebellious. So one is made with tequila, one is made with mezcal. Mezcal? Mezcal. Mezcal. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways. And this one's made with the... Mezcal. Mm -hmm. And so... It is so good, but it's, like, made with an agave syrup that they don't keep on hand all the time. So, anyways, they took this drink away, and I, please bring it back. If, if anybody hears this, like, we just miss our drink. So, you can't go and ask for it? Like, you still can't ask for it, though? You can, and they'll try to give you, like, the best version possible, but because they had this special mixer that mm. they don't have anymore, mm-hmm. they just, it's not the same. Are you more of a tequila person? Than like a whiskey or like a bourbon person. Mm, I drink vodka. 
Vodka. Okay. Okay. Just vodka soda and the lime. Mm, I'm not a vodka person. Really? I'm more of like a, a bourbon person. What? Yeah. I love like whiskey. I don't like rye whiskey. I'm not really big on like Canadian whiskeys, but I know. I would have never guessed this about you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like vodka. It's like it just, I don't know. But whiskey and tequila are my two favorites. Oh, I, I mean, I can see the tequila part, but the bourbon, <laughs> like, what do you do? Do you just drink it over ice? Like, yeah. Oh, Matt mm-hmm. and I, we have the special cubes and like the the ball cube or like the um, yeah the square yeah the square my new fridge makes the balls the big the big balls yeah your new fridge makes mm-hmm. them i'm gonna need the link to that fridge yeah <gasps> but i don't we don't drink whiskey like that and we're not big at home drinkers mm. so we my kids use the balls we are Matt's a really big whiskey drinker. His whole, I think, you know, all the men in his family are. On my side, it's all just my dad. They love tequila. You know, that whole side, the Mexican side of the family, obviously. But, like, we do enjoy, like, a little cocktail hour. And we'll have, like, you know, one, like, whiskey on ice or something like that at the end of, like, a long day. I do miss that. Matt is totally missing me as his little, like, cocktail hour buddy. Um, because I can't do anything right now. So he's, he hasn't been drinking, obviously. And he's just been like, man, I really miss like our front porch, like, well, you can cocktail hour. You can just get yourself like, you know, a Coke Zero and put it over ice because it's brown. Yeah, I can pretend. And go sit with him. He made me a mocktail over the weekend and it was actually very sweet. And we did sit on the porch and it was, it was really nice, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's like there was this place too, um, and it closed down. Did you ever go to this restaurant called the Old School? Mm-hmm. It was on the outer part of Nashville, like as if you're going towards Ashland City, and it was literally an old school that they converted into a restaurant. Oh, that's pretty cool. And it was also a venue, and it was also like a farm to table kind of situation where they had all the big garden and I mean the food at this place I know but it's like was insane did they like season it though they did and they don't cook it in fat and they're really usually pretty healthy like these farm to table place clearly I like mac and cheese and fat (laughs) no 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 this place definitely there were some dishes where you're like this they cooked it in fat it was really good yeah Um, But they had this most amazing, like, they had turned the room that was the, I don't remember words. Um, Cafeteria? Library. Where the stage is. Auditorium. The auditorium Uh into, like, an oversized bar eating area. Oh, that's pretty cool. So they had this beautiful bar with, like, these very old mirrors all the way up to the ceiling. But these bartenders were some of the best and when we first moved here they had the best old-fashioned and they would put these um blueberries that were like had been sitting in their own sweet juices for a long time but they would put it in there 
and it was just the most amazing flavor I've ever had. But this place, I don't know if they shut down or they decided... Do you think like COVID took him out? I know COVID was... I know they were affected by COVID, but we were still going even when COVID was going on. They, hmm. you know, um, I think that they kind of went the wedding venue route, but man, that was such a good place. I miss it so much. Well, you're to call on you're just going to say, I need to know <laughs> how you make this old fashioned. We tried recreating it. I know, but it's, it's even not their the same. food, like the, you could get a really good steak there. Mm, I love steak. So good. I, I know. love steak. I know. Me too. Yeah. Uh, well, um, speaking of other things that are going on, I feel like pumpkin patches are starting to open. We're in all the fall stuff right now. Cheekwood is opening up either. Oh, it did open up this week, I think. So now you can go to Cheekwood and do their little harvest thing. You can go be an influencer at Cheekwood. <laughs> Take your fall photos with your Amazon finds yes. and post them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in front of the pump- pumpkin huts that they're doing this year. Pumpkin huts. Yeah, they make like these structures that look like little huts. And oh, and they're made out of the pumpkins. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. very cute. So if you've never been to Cheekwood or seen their, their pumpkin harvest, it's a fun time to go. Um, and yeah, you will see all the influencers are out and about. Um Getting their photo ops, and they are serious about it. Yeah, I mean, they will push they, you out of the way. Do they have Instagram husbands? <laughs> oh yeah, you're gonna have to take Matt. You're gonna have to like show him, like, hey, this is. Bring your notepad. This is a learning experience. You're not here to be an Instagram <laughs> husband today. You're here to learn how to be an Instagram husband. Yes, take notes. and show him. Yes, like, well, what, see what he's doing. Yeah, but you know what happened last time. Um, so it's more like the the young girls, young Nashville influencers come out, but they come out in a posse. So they Oh, they like help each other. They help each other and what happened was and it actually worked to our benefit to have them there because we were the three of us and we were struggling in front of like the pumpkin hut to take a selfie. Um and of course one of these influencer girls walks up like Head to toe makeup perfection. This girl walks up and she, she'd probably been there for like three hours, but she offered to take our photo. That was nice. Oh my gosh. It was a full on photo shoot. She knew what she was doing. Did she like get down low to get the angles? She told us to go to the other side of the hut. Well, let's get a picture over here. And then her whole pot, like every single person in her group was watching us. And I just felt very much on stage. And I was like, what's going on right now? They probably wanted you to be a part of their group, Roxanne. I wish. That's, I mean, I would love to be a Nashville influencer. But um, they were much younger than me. I don't think they realized how much younger than me they, they were. But... Uh, yeah, it was, it was a good time. So actually that may happen to you if you go. Just cuddle up next to the influencers. I mean, I think if I'm going to go, it would have to be with you because I don't understand Cheekwood. The way (laughs) that you, the way that you understand Cheekwood. I know, I know. We have, I have a very special connection to Cheekwood. I don't know why. I think it's, well, it's actually probably because I grew up going to like botanical gardens and stuff like that. Like it's just been ingrained in me and it's such a beautiful time but like I was telling you before I think um if you wanted to go back go in the spring 
when like all the flowers are out and about and then they have really expanded on their whole like children's area which would be really fun for Barrick to just kind of run around and play in and the whole like model train thing um but also Christmas is fun because they do the lights at Cheekwood have you ever been Mm -mm. that was that was cool but it is I mean I it could also just not be for everyone because it is a lot of walking around and just like looking at things it's not very yeah my husband would be like what are we doing yeah you know well we've gone with our family and like the husbands and there is a beer cart there there's a bar so you're drinking and you're walking and that's fun i may drag him to like the christmas thing because i do miss that about home in brookering gardens they did like a night of a thousand candles and it was beautiful and the entire garden was like you know, just lit up everywhere. It was, it was absolutely gorgeous. So, I may have to go. And this this gardens that you were talking about, that's in South Carolina, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And you said it was like, what, like hundreds of acres or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it's Huntington State um, Park. Hunting, Huntington Beach State Park. And then across the street is Brook Green Gardens. And it's mm-hmm. beautiful. I miss it. Aww. I know. We would just go and just spend the day. I've got pictures of Addison when she was little. I think that's where I got her second birthday photos taken. And, like, it's just these big mossy oaks. And you walk down this sidewalk. And, I mean, we're talking, like, 100-year-old mossy oaks just lining the sidewalk. It's beautiful. Yeah. I need to go. Mm -hmm. I need to go to the Carolinas in general. I haven't been to either one. I have started following or I'm being targeted to follow all these like people who share stuff about South Carolina and North Carolina. Well, it's just because your phone's listening time. to you now. Yeah. Yeah. So now I'm going to get targeted even more. There was, um, in North Carolina, there's this like Japanese tea garden that. I've never heard looks of that. Insane. Where, and you walk, where is it at? I don't know. Oh. Will, no, Wilmington. Mm hmm. Which I that guess is, is about, a big city. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, I wouldn't say no. It's not a big city. Oh, it's not. Um, okay. It's a port city, but it's okay. about forty-five minutes north of Myrtle Beach. And I used to work in Wilmington. Love Wilmington. Really? Like, I just I think the Carolinas are the best place you could ever live. So I mean, I yeah. Need to go. I know. I really need to go. Mm-hmm. We still need to do a trip there. You're gonna. You need to be our um, South Carolina tour guide. Yes, I will take you to all the places. <laughs> I just, I just miss the food. I just, man, I miss the food. I know it's it's totally different. So. I know. I need to try it. I my goal is to visit all of the southern states. I want to visit all of them. Well, you got Florida, then, yeah, and Tennessee, mm-hmm. and I know you've driven through Alabama. Nobody wants to stop in Alabama. <laughs> I am actually gonna get. Um, a dose of Alabama here soon, though, <sighs> because Matt, I won't say too much. Part of his job, he's going to be having to go travel to Alabama like three times a week for work and staying there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be without him like three days a week. Maybe I shouldn't be sharing this on a podcast, but, <laughs> <laughs> but he's going to be traveling there on this job. And I had this idea. I was like, well, that's kind of cool. Like, you'll be kind of, like, semi-living down there for a little bit. Um, I could go and explore Alabama. Um, Mm -hmm. But I don't really know what I'm in for. (laughs) 
I mean, the the area he's working okay. in is, like, rural. There's nothing there. But. I know we have said this in the past, but every darn driver in the state of Alabama thinks that they should drive in the left lane. And they're going to go under the speed limit. And it's the most infuriating thing. And then it's just, like, everywhere you go, it's just, like, roll tide <laughs> and this horrible crimson color. And it's just, like... So you're not an Alabama fan. Period. State, school, nothing. People, drivers. No redeeming qualities whatsoever. None. <laughs> None. There's nothing about Alabama that we stopped. Um, we were on our way to Florida, I guess like two summers ago. And if you've ever driven from Nashville to Pensacola or Panama or Navarre or wherever, mm-hmm. it is an absolute nightmare of a drive. Okay. <laughs> And it's like seven hours, but it's going to take you 11, guaranteed. Because for whatever reason, nobody can drive this stretch of, I don't know, is it like I-65 that takes you south, I guess? I don't know. I don't know. I think think it's 65 that takes you south. But anyways, nobody wants to drive this stretch of road. So we're like, we're going to break this up. We're going to drive in the afternoon. We're going to stop in Alabama the halfway point, and then the next morning we'll get up and we'll make, because it, it's an exhausting it's drive. Line. Yeah. Um, so we did that, and we stopped in Prattville, Alabama, and I had the cutest video of my kids, and <laughs> one says, welcome to Prattville, Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> the most Alabama thing. Oh. But it's cute. It's a cute little video. That's, and that's cute. That's the highlight of that vacation. That's it. Yeah. That's it. I've never done that drive. No. No. But but I know you talked about the Alabama drivers. Um, well, we had to go to the University of Alabama this summer. Addison went to UCA camp. Oh, that's right. And so they were staying at the University of Alabama, and she was like, Mom, sorority houses are amazing. And, of course, if you've watched that documentary, uh, it's yeah. a whole thing. Um, and I was like, absolutely not. No. Now, is it just an Alabama thing, or is it because there's a rivalry with teams that also leads to the fact that you don't like Alabama? Like, you don't like the whole... Yeah. It's the rival team thing, (laughs) right? Yeah, like, we're Georgia fans. Okay. So, obviously... You heard it here. Yeah. And it's... Everybody hates Alabama, period. Uh, So, okay. You can't be a Tennessee fan and still be okay with Alabama. It's all very confusing to me. I I don't know. I see a sports, I I see the T, I see the the A, I see the, I don't know what I'm looking at half the time. funny story, when we were in Nashville last weekend for my birthday, my husband, we're big Atlanta Braves fans. And if you've ever seen the A, it looks very similar to Alabama's A. Yes, it's confusing. Yeah. Well, the Alabama A has a swoosh at the top of the A. Okay. The Atlanta Braves does not. Okay. And so he's wearing this red striped, so it's not even Alabama red. Okay. It's it's fire engine red. Yes. And he's got, and you know, it's got the A on it. And we had had a little bit to drink. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this drunk girl comes up to my husband and goes, roll tide. And I was like, it's go dogs. And that's an Atlanta Brave shirt. <laughs> wrong A. Wrong A. <laughs> wrong red. Wrong A. You got it all wrong. You got it all wrong. And she just looked at me and I was like, I mean, that was, it was a bit much. But I was just like. 
aggressive. But people always say that to him. He'll even wear the blue Atlanta Braves shirt. They don't get polo, it. And it has, and, and they'll still say Roll Tide. And it's like, no. Well, no. and the A is somewhat similar to something on the West Coast, too. It's not the Oakland A's. Is it the Angels in Southern California? Yeah. Sure yeah. There's, There's a lot of A's a. rolling around, and they all kind of look alike. So, yeah. I mean, there is, you know, confusion yeah. there. But when we first moved here, we were introduced to, just through, like, Matt's work and stuff, a lot of Alabama fans. So we were, like, originally under the impression that everyone in Tennessee was an Alabama fan. We were confused. Oh, God, no. And then I started hearing Tennessee, like, kind of, I don't know, creep out occasionally. And then I was yeah, like, I mean, we're what so, is going on here? I don't understand who likes what. We're so close to Alabama. I yeah. mean, I think we're, like, two and a half hours, maybe less than that, to the yeah. border of Alabama from here. So, yeah. And you probably have, and I feel like in the South here, you have all these states. There's, You know, it it's, doesn't take a long time to get from one state mm-hmm. to the other. People have moved from one state to yeah. the other. So you've got, it's just a mishmash of stuff. It's all very confusing to me. I don't know sports, so <laughs> anything I learn is from Leslie. <laughs> we love our football teams. Mm-hmm. We love Jesus. Yeah. And we love Sunday dinners. I don't yes. Know. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that in a song? <laughs> I don't know. Somebody will put it in there now. Yes. Yeah. So. Hey, Erica. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's very competitive around yeah. here. Yeah. So. I actually went to a home. I was showing a home. Um virtually for someone and i walked into this one room compl- and this room was not on the mls so i wasn't expecting it i walk in and it was a braves fan it was obviously a young like teenage kid the carpet was that red <gasps> no the walls were done with halfway no 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 the, all the walls were that blue right because mm-hmm. there's the blue and there was Braves memorabilia everywhere. They even had special custom wallpaper. Okay, so I'm getting ready to redo Barrick's room. And we moved into our house a year and a half ago. He wanted a space astronaut room. Okay. Which was like, okay, we'll do it. Sounds like Carson. Yeah, I have convinced him that his new room should be, we should do Atlanta Braves. Mm-hmm. And so he's very excited about this. So I have... You should see my carts on all these different places. It's it's just filling up with Atlanta Braves stuff, oh you know. Um, but growing up, my brother, my brother's a big Georgia fan as well. And my dad was a Tennessee fan. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, my brother lived with my dad growing up. And there could be no Georgia stuff mm-hmm. outside of his bedroom. <laughs> but his bedroom was red and black with... Like the walls, red, black, red, black. And then Georgia memorabilia just oh covered this room. So. it. I mean, it, it it's definitely like hardcore. You can get into it. Yeah. Yeah, I think my brother had not missed like a Georgia game up until probably two years ago. And wow. he's like 40 something. Wow. Right? 40. I don't Sorry. know. Yeah, he's like 42. <laughs> I'm having a think. How he's old like am I? How old is he? <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> I think he's like 41 or 42, something like that, anyways. Um, That's so funny. Like, he took it pretty seriously. Bought an RV just to take to games. Really? Like, serious, serious. It's so fun. I mean, I mean, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Um, the red carpet, though, I don't know if I could do that. I don't know. 
like, now my wheels You're are like, mm, maybe I could. Maybe I'll have to show you a picture of this room. You can put it on your Pinterest board. We need new carpet anyways upstairs. <laughs> it was very plush, I will say. I walked in that room, and I was like, this is some high-quality carpet. Oh, I so, bet. Yeah. Only yeah. the best. No expense there. We're getting ready. I just bought tickets last night for a Braves game in October. My kids don't know about it yet, so... It's exciting. Um, we'll go to like a playoff game and then we'll probably do the World Series again for our anniversary. Oh my gosh. I'm excited. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. Um, what else were we talking about? Oh, you reminded me of the slow drivers in Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, this was something that I had brought up in our last recording that we lost. But um, I think it's still worth bringing up. We are obviously so very bitter about this. (laughs) I have lingering memories that Mm. I cannot let go of. Um, But I remember that led me on a little tangent. And I'm not going to go on and on like I did last time. But the tailgating. Like, not for sports. Actual tailgating. Um, Tailgating. Not like the sports kind. But like actual tailgaters on the road, and um, just when you brought up Alabama slow drivers, this came to me. But I was saying that um, I'm hitting like this irritable period of my life, being pregnant, and I'm noticing that I'm having a little bit more road rage than I used to. Not like I'm driving like crazy, more so I'm getting angry at everyone around me because. I'm the pregnant lady driving, and I feel like everyone should recognize that and know that. They see me coming. I have a very noticeable car. Like, they should just know to, like, back away. But Should we write on the back of your car, I'm pregnant, stay back? Yes. Okay. I would actually appreciate that. Okay. Or if someone could have, like, show me a sign that has that, I would really appreciate it. Because these people, I am getting, I don't know if I just didn't notice it as much before or if people are just getting more aggressive. But I am being tailgated all the time now and i'm just like about are you in the left lane no sometimes i'm in the slow lane and i like i don't i'm not like a slow driver like i'll go the speed limit or five or ten above depending on where i know the cops are but when you're driving and they start tailgating do you like get over in the right lane no that's why (laughs) that you're one of those people You are the person I I yell at. But I am following the rules of the road, and I'm not going slow. Slower traffic, stay right. (laughs) If if the flow of traffic is going faster than you, Roxanne, you've got to get over. But in my defense... No, there's no but. Yes, there is, because I'm keeping everybody safe. And here's why. (laughs) This is... People want to go 50 miles an hour in a 30-mile-per-hour zone... Yes, that's me. ...in front of a school. The lights aren't flashing. The lights aren't flashing. Well, I don't have to go 25 now. (laughs) The conviction on your face. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay. If they're tailgating, get over into the right lane. But even even if I'm in the right lane already. Oh, well, then that's there. Then they need to go around you. But sometimes they won't. They're just still right on your butt. And then then if, if it's like a one lane road. I mean... Oh, that's even worse. You better it, speed up. Um, but I'm not going to go 25, 30 miles over the speed limit. They need to slow down, for me, 
especially if I'm already <laughs> going over the speed limit. I can't believe you said I don't get over when they're tailgating. Because I like to piss them off. Now, on. now I'm gonna get even closer to you. <laughs> well, I'm if it's those. you, I know you're playing a game, and then I'm gonna really slow down. <laughs> and then sometimes I'll do the thing where, like, I'll get over, but I get over really slow. Oh, that's annoying. Just I'm gonna go around you, and you I think that's up. probably why I have so many nails in my tires all the time. Because like you're that person that's getting over really slow, and I'm like, screw you. I'm, I'm just gonna go off your shoulder go. and go around. Yeah. 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 Because that's where all the construction debris is. Yeah. I, I mean, I just think that the tailgating has to stop. No. Because even if, because even if I'm rightfully so, like, even if it's a, a scenario where, like, they should just not be tailgating, there are situations where that Yeah. I mean, if lot. you're in the right lane and somebody is tailgating you, yes. they are a moron. And But, it, Roxanne, if you are in that left lane... And there's a car tailgating you, you got to get over. That's their way of saying, coming through. Beep, beep. Yeah, but they, no, it still doesn't, it doesn't compute because okay. I'm still going fast. Let's put this out there. If Roxanne is in the left hand lane, just give and her you a need break. her to give over, start flashing your lights. Okay. That's and that really is your way of saying, get, get the F over. Why are they flashing their lights? Yeah. Well, you gotta get it. Yeah, slower traffic, stay right. I know. I'm not as bad as an Alabama person. I know I'm not. I know I'm not a slow driver. I mean, I just know I'm not. But I do know I'm very focused on the road, and I like to follow the rules. Ten and two. And I think everyone else should follow the rules just like me. I'm a rule follower. I'm a rule follower until I get in my car off the road. <laughs> and then the rules and then don't the rules exist. don't exist. And you know what? <laughs> I got caught, and of course, this is not with my children in the car when this like I yeah I'm far more safe with my kids in the car. Um, but when I first moved to Nashville, like where I'm from, we don't we don't really have interstates. Like the closest interstate was an hour away. Mm -hmm. And so we just have these main roads that run up and down the beach. And so there's never really any speed limit over 55, mm -hmm. right? But I moved to Nashville and there's an interstate mm -hmm. and you get to go 70. Oh my God. I know. She was let loose. I was let loose and I was going 90 and this cop pulled me over and I was like, Shh. you know, can't believe I just did that. What's worse? There's going to be a ticket and you're going to pay it and you're going to call it a day. Mm -hmm. But still it's like that feeling. And he was like, Hey, just slow it down by five. Like, cool, so thanks. you still could have done 85 and he would have been yeah, like perfectly he was, he fine. He was cool with it. Wow. Mm. Okay. See, that could also be, I have a fear of getting pulled over. It's the most embarrassing thing in the world. I'm so embarrassed. I think I learned it. a long time ago that it's not a big deal. Mainly because I got my license suspended when I was 16. But that's not important. <laughs> and so, like, I just, it's not, a, you just pay the ticket and you move on. Like, I know. But it's an inconvenience. Do you have drugs in your car? Like, no. you know, a dead I just, body? Well, you know? it's always one of those things where it's like, they're going to find something on me. What are they going to find? Like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe there was, like something i like a warrant is out for my arrest or something of something well, i didn't you know have, they would have been knocking on your door a long time ago would they i don't know how that stuff works i mean back home that's how i don't know how they do it here but i have no idea it's like this hidden fear they're gonna like find something they're gonna be like oh my gosh you got this we gotta arrest you off to jail 
I'm so scared. I'm so scared of getting pulled over. It really oh keeps gosh. me like awake at night. <laughs> it keeps you awake. I got pulled over. Um, uh, maybe like six months ago. What did he even pull me over for? Oh, my registration got like sent to the wrong address, so I was like a week late on my registration on having the sticker. I had paid it. I just didn't have the sticker. And I got pulled over for it. And I was so nervous. I was like not even speaking coherently. And he was like, uh, can I see your, your insurance? And I'm like, I literally don't know where it is. I don't know I how don't... to access mine either. But they can look all of that up on their computer. He couldn't pull it up for some reason. He couldn't pull it up and then come to find out we had to like sign something to like renew it and we had somehow forgotten to do that. We were still insured, but like there was a signature missing. Right. I don't know how this stuff works, but he had told me about it and I had to like pull it up on my phone and then I had to get Matt on the phone call in my car and the cop was like trying to like walk me through how to pull up my insurance on my phone because he just needed to see it. And anyways, like, the worst 15 minutes of my life. I felt, I felt so, like, just not capable of adulting at that point. Oh, my goodness. I know. You're so funny. I know. Well, speaking of adulting, um, I'm going to jump right into selling the OC. Yeah. Because there is this girl... <laughs> Who moved? I've been so excited to talk about this, and we never made it this far. I know we never did. So there was this girl who's like, I don't know if she's engaged. She's not married. She may be dating somebody. Like I, I can't remember what the dynamic is. Her name's Allie, and she moved or is moving to the OC or is going to live out there part time. But she's from Nashville. Mm -hmm. Did you get to this episode? No. Or did I just jump so far you ahead of you? You jumped ahead. You jumped ahead. But it's okay. Did you see her at all? In the- I saw the preview for it. Okay. Yeah. This sweet girl <laughs> goes out to the OC and says, my family is like the Kardashians of Nashville. What? Mm-hmm. That's what she said. What does that even mean? Like, they're so rich and famous. Meanwhile, I'm over here going, who is this chick? No, she's not. She's not. I've never heard of her. Allie what? Do you remember her last name? I want to say Massengill, but that doesn't sound right now. Okay, if anyone listening knows who this person (laughs) is and her family and knows of the famous Massengills, a.k.a. the Kardashians, just... Send us a message, because we've never heard of her. Yeah. Or this family. Uh, But she wanted to be a part of the OC, Mm -hmm. the Oppenheim group Mm -hmm. out in OC. Yeah. And I think I loved, what is his name? Um, The guy who always wears, like, the suits. Oh, um. Starts the. George? No. No. Um. What is his name? It's not Gil. Geo. Geo. Well, yeah. Gil is clearly Gil. Right now. Geo. His name is Gil. Gil. Um, Geo. Oh, I love him so I much. I love him. And he was just like, I'm not coming here. Can I come in here? 
It was the best. And his just his his facial reactions were absolutely priceless. Well, next week, because you skipped ahead. I haven't watched it. I'm on like episode four. I'm okay. I know, I know, I know, I know. (laughs) So next week we'll talk more about um this Nashville alley and and all of that. Um but what did you think about the first episode? First of all, okay, preface. Just disregard everything I said in the previous episode about, <laughs> about... I'm one of those people that I will say something because I think and I know that I'm right, but then, <laughs> then I realize I'm completely and utterly wrong, but I say it with a lot of conviction. So anyways, I thought that this episode was the spinoff of Buying Beverly Hills. It is not. Mauricio is nowhere near this episode. This is the Oppenheim group Oppenheim again. Group, yep. So for anyone that got confused, just... Yeah, I got it wrong. But this one is the Oppenheim group, and they're in the OC this time. So what did you think of this first episode? So I think Tyler and Alex have a thing, and they've Mm -hmm. been together. Like, this, they're just putting on a show for cameras. Like, there's just no way. Yeah. They're way too comfortable with each other. But I'm here for it. I actually really like them together. I think they're cute. I think they're adorable. Yeah. But then I didn't know that he, like... Oh, you haven't been that far. Well, I knew his story, though. Like, he But he kissed somebody else in the office, and it was a, it became a thing. So I don't think you've gotten that far, no. so I'm going to pause. Um, but I think there's been, just outside of that, I think there's been questions about the guy anyway. Um, with his, like, public divorce and, like... Who was his divorced. ex-wife? I don't know. I don't know. I, I need to look her up. And, and how public was it really? I don't really think it's that public. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's like small like, town talk, right? Small like, town yeah. reality TV, like, but, um, no, I mean, I think Tyler and Alex are, are, well, actually the opening scene I thought was a little awkward, but I was like, they're probably just awkward because they're on camera. I just felt like their banter back and forth was just like was a like, little awkward. It was a little staged. Yeah, it was a little yeah. weird. Um, so I actually wasn't really expecting that they were going to end up having, like, rumors about them being together. Um, and then can also we just talk real quick about that house, though, that they went into in the very opening scene, that $39 yes. million dollar house. <laughs> so Matt was watching this episode with me, and he was like, that house is not worth $39 million. <laughs> And I was like, it is because I know the location and I know probably how expensive everything is in this house, but I could see where he was coming from. Did you get that? Yeah, like, but I will see a lot of those houses and I'm like, (laughs) you want that for that, Mm -hmm. you know? Speaking of the OC, real, like, just just pause on this because it is Orange County. Um, And because the Real Housewives of Orange County aired and Heather Dubrow... Sold her house for $55 million. Oh, my god! Do you remember watching the episode, like, when they were building that property years ago? Uh, vaguely. Like, years and years ago. I guess it was probably, I don't know, 2018, 2019. It may have Way been even before that. Um, but I remember them, like, it, it took, like, a year and a half to build. It was, like, $20 million. It was, you know, and back then that was, and to have, and, like, they made $35 million off That's this house. That's Can you imagine? And, and then Terry Dubrow was, like, this isn't just F you money. 
this is F everybody money. And I was like, yes, yes, it is. And I'm here for it. Congratulations. Wow. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But it was like the third highest sale in like the OC. That's so craziness. Yeah. So when they were like, you know, this one is like $39 million or whatever. I'm just like, gosh. Did it even compare? Because I haven't seen the $55 million house. You have not seen Heather No, I haven't. I told you. I'm like way out of the loop. I'm going to get back in. Oh my gosh. There was, you're going to have to go back. Yes. I mean, Heather Bro's house was just stunning. It was perfect. Like sat really? on top of this gorgeous hill. It was, but then I think like if these houses that like the Oppenheim group are selling for like $39, $40 million, like, you know, how many of those are there out there? Well, I mean, I mean, probably not a ton, but probably also, like, more than we think of, though, too, at the same time. Because you have all those homes that, like, sit on the coast. And they're all, like, in that range. And then Mm -hmm. if you even live just a block behind, you're also kind of in that range. Right. I mean, I mean, I think... I think that the market is very competitive down there in terms of, like, the agents. Because it is, like, a small town. And they even said that in the show. And it's weird to think of, like, the OC or anywhere in Southern California being small town. Like, how we know small town. But it really is. I think, like, just the gossip is a fire. Especially with all of these shows going on and everything. And who's who and this guy and that guy. And it's, like... I mean, I don't know. I just, I can't even imagine. But I would actually really hate to be, like, a real estate agent down there because I think it's cutthroat. I would venture to say it's probably very, 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 very competitive. Yeah. And I don't look like a Barbie doll. Oh, and speaking of Barbie doll, did you see, do you remember that scene where those two girls, um, where did I write their names down? Oh, Rose and... Forget the other she girl. goes by like her last name. Yeah, they like to door knock, and that's how they get listings. And the one scene where they go together to meet that potential seller, and she was like very like flirty, flirty and promiscuous, and like just in her words. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh my god, I would absolutely just die. And I think the guy was thrown. Yeah. I don't think yeah. he was comfortable with the whole thing. Like, I don't think honestly. so at all. And when they walked in with what they were wearing, again, Matt with his little side comments was like, I would never hire these women. They look like they just came, like, I hate to say it, like off of an alley or something, you know? Well, like, and I, but to be fair, not to be fair, but to be honest, I think that that's a huge misconception that people have because of these shows Mm -hmm. that that's how we're supposed to dress and so if you start watching some agents in our area in our our metro area are doing these videos on instagram and they're trying now to look like that but hey girlfriend like we're in the south Mm -hmm. and that that's not going to get you a listing no, it's not. I mean, maybe in certain parts of Nashville. I don't even know if, like, maybe with some, like, investor or builder who's, bachelor. like, not married. Yeah. But, like, if I'm wife, I'm going to be like. No. The wife has to be comfortable. 
Always. Like, if the wife is uncomfortable with you, you're not you're, you're not, not getting, getting it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know those. And then the one girl, is it Rose, the one who looks like a she's like a robotic Barbie doll. She's the one that's engaged to that Sergio guy. She is. No, that's not Rose. That's the other one. That's the, the other, other Alex. One. Alex. Oh. But her last name starts with an F. Rose. Rose is the one that was, like, promiscuous with her words. Yes. That's the one I'm talking about. The she robotic reminded me Barbie. of, like, a robotic Barbie doll. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I could just never run my business that way. I just couldn't. I don't think that I've ever flirted to get business. No. I've had men try to flirt with me, mm-hmm. and it's very uncomfortable. It is so uncomfortable. And I'm like, do you not see that I have a wedding ring? Do you, like... I don't care. I, don't I care. had an older gentleman send me photos of himself oh, and, God, like, wanted that. to meet and, like, you know, and to this day, I still don't, like, do you still want to buy a house? I don't think... I, like, I didn't give in to him, so he eventually, like... Yeah. Scurried off. Yeah, good. Just scurry off like the little. We had a great budget. Well, (laughs) (laughs) and my husband would be like, "Just flirt, just do what you got to do," you know. Like he would, he would have, you know, he's that guy that like we go out to a bar and he's like, "Comfortable, yeah." yeah. He's like, "Flirt, so they can buy you drinks, so I don't have to pay for it." Uh, Oh my god, I love that. Yeah, Matt's not like that. He's he's ready to. He'll he'll pounce if he hears something. He'll really he gets upset. Yeah, I mean he's I think probably as he, when he was younger he was a little bit more aggressive like that. But um, yeah, no, he'll say something, and yeah, we just don't go down that road. One of Dylan's favorite things to do when we go out is he'll leave and go to the bathroom, and then he'll stay gone a little extra longer, you know, and just to see. And this one time we went out, and these young boys. Okay, like I'm in my thirties. These young boys, like, I think he's, like, 24, is, like, a pilot, a Navy pilot, mm-hmm. or an Air Force pilot in Pensacola. I don't know which one's down there. Air Force, maybe? Yeah. Um, And he's, like, trying to flirt with me, you know? And Dylan's <laughs> just, like, standing back and watching, and I can see him. And so I'm, like, talking with this little kid. And I say little kid because, I mean, he's so much younger. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then he asked if he could get my number, and I said, well, you're going to have to ask my husband because he's standing right over oh there watching. Oh, my God. <laughs> And he was so thrown off, and he was like, what? I was like, yeah, I'm like, I'm married. Like, there's a ring. Yeah, you have to How look. did you miss this? Yeah, yeah. So. Oh, these young kids, they don't know. They don't get it. No, they have no idea. Well, yeah, I mean, Selling the OC, good first episode. It was mm-hmm. definitely entertaining. It gets better. Okay, good. I mean, you got to catch up. <laughs> I'm going to watch the second episode tonight. Just watch two and three. Okay. And then I'll, but see, I have a hard time remembering where stuff ends. Like I'm, I cannot, I have the worst memory on the planet. All right. Just watch two. Okay. Just watch two. Cause then I'll start talking about three and then you'll be like, no, Roxanne, you're, you're not remembering. Okay. All right. (laughs) I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back and watch two and like refresh my brain a little bit, but. Okay. Should we, okay. Should we before, cause our, our time is almost up. Um, quickly do our southernism yeah okay so our southernism this week is rsvp etiquette Mm -hmm. if you get a birthday party invite for carson are you rsvping 
<laughs> your face says guilty of <laughs> not doing it. I'm really bad at it. Yeah. Yeah. And it it it's just like for some reason like he would I just as an example like last year he got like five invitations all at once. Like they all ended up in his cubby and I came home with these five, he came home with these five invitations and they were all like RSVP and they were all for weekends like that we just couldn't do. And I'm just really bad. Like I'll put them like on the counter and then I forget that they're there. And then I realize I was supposed to RSVP. Um, but it's like a kid's party and they seem really loose. Like a lot of them were like, oh, just come visit us at the park or come, you know, to this public place and we'll just be set up over here doing this thing. Like they weren't like at somebody's house or something like that. So I know it's, it, it, I know that's no excuse. Yeah. I feel like even if. You are invited, and this is kind of, like, what I'm encountering, is Mm -hmm. if you're invited to something, just respond. Mm -hmm. Thank you, or, so not even so much, like, as an RSVP, just an acknowledgement that you were invited to something, like, that somebody took their time out of the day to message you and say, I would love to have you at this event. Yeah. And. And I didn't. Well, you're not the only one. (laughs) I think it's, like, becoming this dying thing, you know? I mean, for me, it's always important because, like, I do, like, the goodie bags and then the cake. And so, like, for Barrick's party this past year, we invited all these kids and only, like, five had RSVP'd. But I ended up with, like, 17 kids in there. Oh, so you got way more people so than you thought. Than I thought was going to come, which was fine. Like, I was fully prepared because I always tend to, like, just over-prepare. over-prepare. But it was like, none of y'all said you were coming to this party and you're here. So that's like a flip-flop, though, because I because to me, if I was going to go to an event, like, if he gets invited to something and we are definitely going to go, I am definitely RSVPing. In my brain, I think I was already knew he wasn't going to go, so I wasn't going to RSVP because if I send out RSVPs to something and someone doesn't get back to me, I just think they're not coming. And most of the time, that's the case. But in your case, excess people showed up, but they they absolutely should have RSVP'd. If you're going to be there, you RSVP. I just think it's that everybody if you're sh- not going to go. I just think that everybody should just RSVP. They should. They should whether it's a Bring yes the or Bring the southern no. etiquette back. Yes, and I agree with that. Like and I would say that like that's just good etiquette overall. Like mm-hmm. I was raised even though on the west coast, I know I'm supposed to RSVP and I know I'm supposed to do that stuff. I think just having a child has thrown me for a loop. And I'm just not <laughs> thinking in my right brain most of the time. Um, and I just kind of get like overwhelmed a little bit, especially when you've got like five of them coming at you at once and you've got like weekend things going on. I just was hoping secretly that the parents would be like, okay, they're probably not coming. And I also know that they were sent out to every single kid in the class too, but it's no excuse. And I will be RSVPing. From now on. And, but I agree with you. I really love the 
which is probably hard to do with kids and like classes because you obviously don't have the parents emails but we got an invitation from a friend and it was through email mm-hmm. or maybe it was text message but it like popped up and then we could like rsvp with how many were going to be there or not be there uh, and I thought that was really cool. Yeah. But again, I guess you'd have to have their phone numbers and. And that would be the other thing is like most of the most of the invites that he got, I had to directly text the parent. And I don't know why that makes it more difficult. It would have been easier if it was like a link, and it like was a like, QR yes code. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I don't have to like give an excuse or something like that because then there's that too. Right. You have to type in the number that you don't have it in your phone and it's a whole thing. Like, and I have I'm to be like, it. I'm so sorry. Carson can't make it because we have this da, 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 da going on, you know, whatever. It's just easier if you can say yes or no, but you know, either way we should be RSVPing. Everybody should just RSVP. Can I also add in if you are, if it's a family event or very close friends, and you are going through the effort as the host to send out invites, send out, be gracious enough to send out the invite to every single person, and don't just send it out to some people and text the other people, no matter how close family or friends they are. Because I've had that happen to me, too. Um... We were invited to something, but we, I guess, didn't make the worthy enough list to get the pretty card because we were close friends, but everyone else got this beautiful. Uh, so you felt like you were like the secondhand invite. Like, well, I knew we weren't secondhand. I knew we were always going to be invited, but it was, yeah, it was like. I only sent out these pretty invites to these people. Roxanne wants the pretty invite. She wants the bow and yes. the glitter. Yeah. Why would you not? Um, Why I would feel you like if you're gonna people? Yeah, I mean I feel like you should just send it to everybody. You gotta send it to everybody. You can't just like, you know, pick and choose. Yeah. Well, that's our southernism. Bring back <laughs> bring back party etiquette. Yes. So. I agree. All right, well that concludes our Episode, episode 10. 10. I can't believe we did it. We made it. God, I hope. I hope this recorded. <laughs> Yay. Um, <laughs> thanks for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe. You can now find us on both Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, so follow all the places and we will see you next week for more Nashville slash OC slash Southernism talk. <laughs> I love it. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, y'all. If you enjoyed this episode of The Nashville Darlings, please subscribe and find us on Instagram at The Nashville Darlings.